If you're thinking about buying an electric car or you recently bought one, you may be eligible for a federal tax credit of up to $7,500. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, which was passed on August 16th of 2022, significantly changed the eligibility requirements to claim the federal tax credit on the electric cars. Now, some of those changes are good, while others are much more restrictive. So more and more people are buying electric cars, including myself, because they're good for the environment, you never have to go to the gas station, and also they're fun to drive. But as I said earlier, the new Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 has significantly made uh, the tax credit much more restrictive. And in today's video, I'm going to go over some of those restrictions, which include where the car is finally assembled, some income limitations, uh, the type of car that you buy, whether if it's a sedan or an SUV. There's also a tax credit of $4,000 if you buy a used electric car, but I'm not going to go into that in today's video. I'm going to focus more on the new cars and the tax credits and the new electric cars. Hey, if you're new to our channel, please consider subscribing, leaving a comment, and sharing this video. Doing so allows us to continue to create more content like this. The $7,500 tax credit is a non-refundable tax credit. Now, if you're not familiar with the non-refundable tax credit, look at my other video I did where I go over the differences between a refundable tax credit and a non-refundable tax credit. So a tax credit is a dollar-for-dollar dollar reduction against your tax liability. Let's assume your tax liability is $4,000 and you bought an electric car and you're eligible for that $7,500 tax credit. So in this example, you would completely wipe out your $4,000 tax liability with that $7,500 credit but the difference you would not be able to use and you would not be able to carry it forward. The, tr the credit is actually calculated on IRS form 8936. And then once you calculate the credit on that form, it flows onto your schedule three of your tax return. And then that sums up all of your non-refundable credits. And then from schedule three, it flows onto your 1040 where you can take all the credits that have summed from your schedule three. So let's assume you're entitled to a non-refundable tax credit, but you want to do some advanced tax strategies to help you minimize and actually take full advantage of that non-refundable credit. Some of the things you can do, especially if like your taxable income is less than the credit, as I mentioned earlier, let's say your taxable income is $4,000, but your credit is $7,500, but you want to take full advantage of that $7,500 non-refundable credit, what you can do is you can maybe convert a regular IRA to a Roth IRA, reporting taxable income, increasing your taxable income so that way you can wipe out some of it with that non-refundable credit. Another thing you can do is you can sell some uh, assets such as stocks or other things to create taxable income. And again, wiping out that taxable income with a non-refundable credit. Because keep in mind that non-refundable credit, whatever you don't use, is not going to get carried forward and it's going to be completely lost. As I mentioned earlier, under the new Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, there are three criteria that have to be met for you to be able to be eligible for the, uh, the new tax credit. The first one is where the final assembly of the car is. Under the new act, the final assembly of the car has to be in North America. Prior to the August 2022 act, the car could have been made anywhere as long as it met uh, the um, uh, the sales cap, the number of uh, number of sales that were made to, uh, of that car in a year. But that has been eliminated. But under the new rule, if you the car is not fully manufactured, the final assembly is done in the uh, North America then it would not qualify for the new uh, tax credit. Now, because it went into effect in August of 2022, 
any contract that was made before August of 2022, if you enter, enter into a contract to buy a, a car, then it would still fall under the old rules. Since a lot of car models are manufactured and assembled in different locations, the Department of Energy has Department of Energy has a really good website where I'm going to put the link in below. You can go to, you can put in your car's VIN number, and it'll tell you where the final assembly of that car is. I mentioned earlier that under the old rules, there was a manufacturer sales cap that prevented you from taking the credit. So if a car manufacturer reached 200,000 200, units of that car or more, then if you bought that car after 200,000 units, you're not eligible for that credit. Luckily, under the new Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, that limitation, that manufacturer's cap limitation has been eliminated, but then there's new restrictions that have been added as well. Another limitation of the new Inflation Reduction Act is an income limitation. Now, of course, they're going to include this in there because they never want to give the perception that they're giving these tax credits to wealthy individuals. So under the income limitation for the Inflation Reduction Act, in order to qualify as an individual, your income, your modified adjusted gross income has to be less than $150,000. If you're married filing jointly, your modified adjusted gross income has to be less than $300,000. And if you're filing as head of household, your modified adjusted gross income has to be under $225,000. Now, the final limitation is the actual cost of the vehicle. Now, if it, and there's a difference between whether the vehicle is a sedan or an SUV. If it's a sedan, the cost of the vehicle has to be under $55,000. But if it's a truck or an SUV, the cost of the vehicle has to be under $80,000. Now, there are a lot of cars that actually fall under that category. So under a sedan of under $55,000, you have the Hyundai Iconic, you have the VW ID4, you have the Toyota, which is a new version called, I think, the BZ4Y or something like that, and you have the Tesla Model 3. Uh, for cars and trucks that fall under the $80,000, you have the F-150 Ford Lightning, which is a great-looking car, and you have the uh, Hyundai Kona and a few other ones as well. Most of these limitations only apply in 2023 because thankfully in 2024, there's some good news because in 2024, you can take advantage of the credit when you buy the car and then transfer that credit to the dealership. So you get a reduction in the price of the car at the dealership. Now, what this does is it eliminates you having to file that credit on your tax return and also the income eligibility because obviously the dealership is not going to check to see if you qualify income wise. But again, the car has to be uh, finally assembled in North America, and it also has to meet the price limitation within the, um, the new act. One final thought, if you did enter into a binding contract to purchase a car before August 16th of 2022, even if you didn't take possession of the car yet, you still qualify under the old rules and the old credits. So for example, if a car is still under the 200,000 sales cap, but the price is much higher and it's not assembled in North America, you would still qualify under the old rules if you entered into a binding contract before August of 2022.